Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. Um, this is episode 143. I've got my um, co-host here, Robert Newman. Would like hey, to, everybody. Would you like to quickly introduce yourself? Hey, I'm the founder of Inbound REM. I'm a, a, an experienced uh, real estate online marketing, I don't know what you call me, consultant. I've uh, worked for or run some of the sales teams for some of uh, real estate technology's best known uh, website providers like uh, Agent Image and Forza, and now I have my own company called Inbound Real Estate Marketing. That's great, and I'm the founder of MailRight. We're a platform that gets you quality leads from Facebook. And in this show, what we're going to be discussing, we're going to be dis- we'll be discussing um, a couple of subjects that um, we've had guests on recently, but we wanted to delve into the area a little bit deeper. That's text messaging uh, and automating text messaging. Um, Facebook Messenger, also automating that to some extent. Video, um, we think there are um, some services coming up that will help you make videos more professionally and more quickly. And yeah. drones and how to use drones connected to video as well. So we're going to have a feast. So, uh, Robert, um, we've had um, our recent guest last week came on and talked about Facebook Messenger. I've had a... Right other people come on about automating um text um text messages you know people sign up for your website and they get a text message can you give a quick outline why this could be useful um for an agent in actually getting leads basically why should they be interested in some of these things we're going to be talking about well, first, let's set up the, the statistics for text messaging. The reason it should be interesting to anybody, in my opinion, John, is that, number one, the as technology has changed and more and more and more of us, especially in the real estate business, use our phones as our primary source of communication, a few things have changed. Number one, um, video like uh, caller ID has moved to a whole nother level. And what I mean by that is that when somebody's calling you, uh, there is just all these gateways to get somebody to answer the phone. And that includes your real estate prospects. That includes people who might be out there looking at homes. If they see a caller ID come in and they don't necessarily know who it is or if they're just not in the mood to take the call because they're not going to take it. However, while that's been happening, the open rate for text messages has it like just gone uh, insane. It's like 80% or 90% of all text messages are read. Compare that to 5% for email and uh, the fact that something like 70 to 80% of all calls get screened. If you want something actually read, text messages is actually the best. There isn't even anything else that compares just in terms of an open rate. Like, just I'm going to look at this real quickly. So text messaging needs to be, in my opinion, part of a uh, of a direct response campaign. And I know that you're deep into technology, too, and I'd be curious to hear what you had to say about that. Well, yeah, I think I agree with everything you said. You know, that is the main reason why um, te- people look at text messaging. Um We had one, um, I'm a terrible person for names, but um, I'll make sure it's in the show notes, folks. Uh, One of my former guests 
had a, a service um, that um, dealt with if you were advertising heavily on Zillow, um, obviously they send those possible leads to multiple agents at the same time. So it's really important that you're number one, number two, contacting that possible lead because after they've been contacted by the eighth, ninth agent, um, they've had enough, basically. Um, you probably find it extremely hard to get hold of that agent or they're going to not be that agent possible lead. Um, and they're not going to be that happy. So his service was that, um, and also, so he would, he had a, um, he had people actually answering on your behalf. And also, if you're available through text messaging, you can't be available 24 hours a day. You can be as flexible as you like, but you can't. So they would take over. And their scripts were quite impressive. You know, you didn't get the impression that it was a third-party service at all. But um, that's an example. Another, you know, but um, another example is if somebody makes a query on your website and they do give you a phone number that you, you send a pre-developed um, message to that phone number um, through text messaging saying, you know, these to be short, you know, um, or, you know, would you like me to contact you? Um, I'll text you next, you know, um, tomorrow, or if it's first thing in the morning, I'll be texting you in the next couple um, hours to, to arrange a chat or whatever. Short and sweet, that's what you need in text messaging, isn't it, Robert? I, I would... I would agree with that. I, I would absolutely agree with that. And just to be specific, because I like to be specific, it's uh, there's a lot of different things that you can do with text messaging. Um, the best services out there have automated scripts that they've tested and tested and retested. And that's what I'm a big believer in is doing multivariate tests. So you can say, for instance, uh, you're going to send a text to somebody and you could say, hey, you recently signed up for such and such a lead service on Trulia or Zillow or, or, or Real Geeks or whatever it is. Do you still want to talk to me about the property that you're looking at? Some of the services that are out there inside real estate, like Bold Leads and, and others, actually have real specific texts that tie directly into the landing page, which is the marketing message that the person looked at when they signed up for whatever it is that they signed up. And of course, those tends to have the highest open and the highest response rates. And that's the key to, to any kind yeah. of marketing that, that you're going to do. It's getting somebody to open the doors of communication. Because most of the time, no matter what you're using, they're not responding. Like whether it's email, whether you're sending a video inside of, a, of, a, of an email, they're not responding to you. Getting them to say something to you, to, to start a conversation, is incredibly important. Um, which leads into the thing that, all, that drives all realtors batty, which is the speed of response. Because realtors could be out showing a home, they could be, uh, they could be driving, which is really horrible for text messages. So uh, some of the other topics that we're going to talk about today is uh, uh, like AI or automated, respo automated responses. And oftentimes some of the better services have uh, like a chat bot connected to text messaging. 
um, that then responds to the text message and, and it would be a formatted response such as, or the, you can uh, set it up on your phone too, where you just have a response that says, I'm with a client right now. I, I will call you in the next 15 to 30 minutes. Like you schedule a window, but you send that out as soon as you see a response text, no matter what it says, like it doesn't matter. Just say, Hey, I'm busy. I'm going to get right back to you. And now you've responded to them and hopefully the window to, to mm. reach out to them and then start an actual sales dialogue uh, occurs. One thing you've got to be aware of folks, you know, if you're like on, you've got your website and um, I'm going to use a term now landing page, you know, that landing page, what that basically is folks, it's a page that has one message and it wants one outcome um, from that message. And it's normally, it wants to gather information from prospects. Um, And you offer an inducement to get those um, prospects' contact details. The only problem is, the more if you add um, a field and you make it mandatory, i.e. phone number, it dramatically increases the drop, the dropout rate. I they don't fill in the form to get the lead magnet. Um, you find I found in the testing that we've done from thirty to fifty percent decline in the amount of people that are prepared to fill in that form. So you got to be aware of that, haven't you, Robert? You do, you do, and that comes down to a philosophical kind of like it, it comes down to. And it leads into a whole nother dialogue, which, which is about process. And, and my opinion on what you just said is all based on, do you, are you prepared with a marketing process? What, what is your process on the back end? If you're not very prepared, if you don't have a process set up, like let's just say that uh, you don't have a way of nurturing an email address the moment that you get one, like you don't have a, an automated drip campaign or a series of things that happen when somebody gives you their, their email at that point, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, it's nothing else, but my opinion is you want more higher quality leads. So I would say let's get phone numbers. But if you have a big process on the back end, like a tool that's doing all these different things for you in terms of nurturing the lead, then an email address is actually enough. And you're, you're as you mentioned, if you're building up a list, which I know you've, we, you and I have, have dialogued a lot about this, if you have the ability to build a database and that's important to you and you've got a way of, of monetizing your database, then you, you might want to set your registration gateway at a lower point. You are absolutely correct in everything that you said in my, from my experience as well. You get... But the uh, other way of looking at it, though, is um, if you're prepared you know, to get a lot less people filling that form, those that do, um, because they're giving you a phone number plus email, they're showing a stronger signal of of intent to you. You know, they're going to be slightly higher quality leads than somebody just putting their email. Or if you're using um, various types of Facebook, they don't even have to put their email. Um, They, Facebook, just supplies the email that they supplied when they opened their Facebook account. Um, so, but that's great, but that's shown less intent. Um, so if they're putting their 
phone number, email. You're going to get less people doing that, but it's a, a stronger intent signal. Would you agree? I'd agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would absolutely agree with that. Um, um, so it swings and roundabouts, folks. But, um, you know, the, the focus of the show has changed with, my, with Robert coming on board. We'll be delving into all this over the weeks in a lot of detail. And it's a new direction that I wanted to take. Um, but this is why what Robert said about you've got to sort your processes out is the great difference between traditional real estate marketing and online marketing because having automated systems are imported when it um especially when it when you're asking for a phone number having a automated text messaging system that sends them a quick um if you can um because you really should ask for a mobile number um so you can text to them or you need and this is going into why having a customer management system like follow-up boss or line desk or um there's a number of them wise agent there's a number of them why that's important it's to me it only becomes important if you're going to start marketing heavily online what, did you say follow-up boss did, did i hear you say follow-up yeah, yeah follow-up okay boss. all right because that's my favorite just so the audience knows right now of all the technology that I've looked at and I've looked at Lion Desk and Follow Up Boss. I have not looked at, uh, what was the other one? Wise Agent. I have not looked at Wise Agent. Um, but Follow Up Boss has the ability to structure a series of pre-formatted text messages. Lion Desk does have the same, but it's not quite as good of a tool as Follow Up Boss is. But then again, the cost for Lion Desk is far less. Slightly than- different price level, isn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, Really, and, and here's, here's what I tell my, my clients, John, which is I say, if you're an individual agent and you, you don't have a ton of processes set up, you want to keep the cost as low as you can, but still get all these features. So I'm always going to recommend LionDesk. If you're a team or you're a broker who wants to build a team, at that point, you need to seriously consider a follow-up boss because there's team mechanics inside the tool and the tool is more robust, which means that because you, you should be looking at spending more money on your marketing to feed your team of people anyway. At least that's, that's how most brokers do it. That's not how all brokers do it. But uh, that's, uh, thus, you want a better tool. And f- again, Follow Boss delivers that to you, in my opinion. Just- oh, I, I totally agree with you. The only thing I would say, you know, as somebody that's built websites, somebody that has been a developer, somebody that's been involved in technology, as a second career for the past 12 years, um, I would not, but I want to caveat this. I actually consider follow-up boss's actual interface to be one of the most uh, attractive, modern, and helps with the ease, ease of use of all these systems that we've discussed, and I honestly mean that. But follow-up boss also does quite a lot. So does line desk. But even as an experienced person used to technology, it is not easy to totally set up. It will, take, it will take a fair bit of time to customize it, set it up. This is not something that you're going to purchase. Um, I think they do offer extensive 
onboarding services, both line desk and follow-up boss. Um, but this is not something you're going to set up in a couple of hours in the afternoon, is it, Robert? No, it isn't. And that, I'm so glad that you brought that up, John, because uh, most of the services that I've looked at, uh, whether it be a website or or CRM follow-up system like the ones that we're talking about, like Client Desk and Follow Up Boss, uh, they they all have various setup times um, involved with them. And I'm so grateful that you mentioned that because it's a, it's it's frustrating for me, and I'm sure it's frustrating for the service providers that people have the thought that oh, I'm going to purchase this, push a button, and it all works. And it doesn't work like that. And you're right. I am the same way. I've been in technology also for a long time. And I review a lot of these services as part of my own web strategy. And yet I still find them. Like when I look at a new service, if somebody calls me and says, hey, I've got this thing. I wanted to connect it to my site. I usually have to scope four or five hours of my time into that 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 contract because I've got to look at this service and see how it works and, and try to figure out how to connect APIs and do all that other stuff. It takes time. Um, and, and, and it's various amounts of time. So I hope none of our audience says, gee, how much time does it take? Because the answer is we don't know if we haven't set it up and we haven't set it up a few different times. We just know it takes time. Yeah, basically. Um, and, um, Web time is a bit like cat time. You know, anything you think is going to take an hour will take at least two and a half hours. So true. Uh, um, we're going to go for our break, folks. We'll be back. We'll be talking about Facebook Messenger. We'll be talking about video and the coming of the drones. We'll be, uh, back, we'll be back in a few seconds, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail rightcom I like that, the coming of the drones. Yes, the coming of the the drones. We're all going to be replaced by artificial intelligent drones and and robots, folks. We're doomed. That's nice, isn't it? Uh, Rob, there we go. Uh, Rob, you you can tell that we live in interesting times, can't you, folks? Uh, Rob. Yes, I watched Westworld on Sunday. Uh, Rob, there we go. Uh, Rob, so back to subject. Um, so basically, um, I, I consider what we said about text messaging, a lot of what we've said applies to Facebook Messenger, doesn't True. it? True. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The only thing is that um, there are strict rules around, more strict rules around how you can use Messenger because it's on somebody's playground, either I Facebook. So they put in rules that will limit, won't limit the power, but you've got to understand these rules. One of those is if, um, let's say somebody goes to your website, fills in a form, and they click the button, and then it opens Messenger. Now, Messenger is a separate application on iPhone and Android. Um, and also it will open up if they're on a um, – so the nice thing is it will open a, and a message can be sent. Um, 
if the person replies to that message, then you can obviously message them back. If they don't, you've got one other attempt. You can send one other message to them, and it's got to say, do you want to communicate through Facebook? through messenger yes or no and if they click the yes you can keep on sending them messages if they don't respond to it you can no longer contact that person through messenger so you've got to be aware of the there's more kind of rules and little things you understand and um the other thing i don't know what what your thoughts about this is robert the other thing is I haven't run one of these campaigns, you know, I've been looking at it, but I haven't run one of these, is, so somebody fills in a form, they click a button, they get a lead magnet, boom, Messenger opens up automatically on their phone. Do you think mm-hmm. they're going to be a little bit ticked off about that? Um, I, am, I am not the world's biggest Facebook fan. Um, so I have to be honest with the rest of the world, folks. (laughs) I have to be, I have to be honest with you and I have to be honest with the, with the audience. I have to be honest with everybody. Like, like I think that, that Facebook has, has really applied a heavy hand to all their tools in order to become a public company and to manage their, their platform. And I personally am not a fan of subjecting myself to their ever changing, ever heavy handed rules. So I think that number one, I'm sorry to interrupt Robert, but you you could, you could say the same about Google. Could you not? Um, You could, except that I feel that they have been far less heavy handed. It's not, it's not that they haven't, by the way, I agree with you. Your statement as a broad stroke, I agree, but having been, part of the Google ecosystem for God, like 15 years now and 10 as, as making my living in it. I just think that they're far more generous and far less heavy handed than most other services. And that's not to say that you're not right. They do. I would say that I would say in general, you're correct. The two areas where they've shown heavy, well, there's been three areas where they've shown a degree of heavy handleness. I would say is, is around their local search product and how they're, over the years, handled changes with that. I think some sometimes it's not been that particularly subtle. Then you got the debacle around Google Plus and their attempt to build their own social network. I think some some of the ways that was handled wasn't that particularly um, graceful. And finally, and in some ways, it's shown the the highest level of heavy handle what we're talking about basically is their their management of youtube and the changes that you can find on that so but in general i do agree with you um but because obviously the what i've outlined has been over a 10-year period and how facebook has managed things has been a lot more rapid and a lot more hard-handed i agree but let's talk about Facebook Messenger and, and how, how it applies to real estate business. So one of the things that you can do with Facebook Messenger and, and one of the things I definitely want to talk about is that despite everything that 
that, that we're saying, John, I know a lot of people that use Facebook Messenger as their primary communication tool. That well, I've, funny enough, I've increasingly been using it because um, they've increased the tools. You can do, I'm a great believer in Zoom, and we use Zoom to record this show, folks. It's a, a video webinar online platform it's fantastic and if you've got a if you've got a team um if you're a boutique um agent with a team i would suggest that you look at zoom as a way of um doing conferencing calls with your internal team but one of the great things they've added isn't it it's now got um it's got video conferencing in built-in messenger isn't it right yeah, it, uh, it's got video conferencing inside uh, Facebook Messenger. Uh, another thing about Facebook Messenger is I'd have to believe that the open rate is just as high, if not higher, than your traditional text messages. So sending a Facebook message through your online marketing, if you can, if you can be, get somebody to friend your Facebook page or if part of your sign-up process is you have to like my page, you now basically have access to Messenger which in turn will like increase your open rate uh, in, in the messages that you're sending to these, to these folks, which makes the, what I believe that what, what I wanted to talk about in terms of cutting edge is I've started to see some AI or chat box that, bots that connect directly into Facebook messenger. I have not done enough looking, nor have I been privy to these shows that you've, that you've done to say that I understand these tools very well. I could say that, I really like the idea of them though. Like if somebody is using a AI chat system that connects into Facebook messenger and you're using Facebook to generate your inbound leads and part of your process is like my page or something of that nature, then yeah. I think that your marketing might be very effective, but that's a guess. A lot of this is just a lot. Of this is marketing wog woggle as I call it. Woggle. Um, <laughs> You know, that it's, term it's hype. It's 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 a little bit overhyped. Basically, what they're doing, Robert, is that um, Facebook provides an extensive API. And why is API? This I'm not going to delve into this too much because we're going to lose most of our audience. But um, folks, API enables technology developers, coders, to work with Facebook internal services much more easily and enables them to utilize those services without a major security risk to facebook i facebook can give micromanagement control still have micromanagement control to some extent with they open the door a little bit to allow developers in without opening the door completely and allowing all the naughty children to come in and do whatever they want to do, which wouldn't be acceptable. So they've opened, they've um, improved Messenger's API and allowed third-party systems to manipulate um, to, to some extent, um, which is limited by the API, how... Um, third parties can utilize Facebook Messenger and they use yes or no a lot of the time um, and depending on your answer you'll get a different you're sent down a different pathway and yeah. it's really very really similar to uh, anybody setting up a funnel or setting up 
you know, any kind of, you know, you click a button on a web, you know, you might have a form on a website and you, you have yes or no. And depending on the yes or no, and uh, will be depending on the next field that shows up. It's, it's, it's kind of like that scenario, really. Sure. Um, John, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'd love to jump into our next bullet point. There's a lot more to be said, I think, about Facebook Messenger. The thing is, is that I am, in terms of what I personally am an expert in and where I'm seeing results and what I'm talking to my clients to uh, about in 2018, the next two topics are far bigger for me. Yeah, is, I think, yeah let's, let's go on. The, we've got about five minutes and then we're going to go into bonus content. So um, I think... What should we do? Um, this, let's just really touch on the video side quickly, and then we can discuss it a bit more on the bonus content. Yeah, we can do a teaser. Yeah, let's do a teaser. Um, okay. So video. So basically, when it comes to video, I notice that on um, in general, there's been I haven't used any of these services, but I've noticed through Facebook advertising and other advertising to me. Um, that there's a number of services that are attempting to make the production of video by artificial intelligence and by offering libraries, images, sound, and an interface that enables you to combine um, pre-developed audio and video clips and able, being able to move them around to produce small videos much more rapidly. Um, I'm not sure if any of these systems have really cracked, you know, I may making, because I'm talking about very short promotional video candy here sure. that, that you could use for your social media that would get you to read more or click or do something. They're really aimed at what I call the video candy market. Would you agree with that, Robert? Um, I would agree with that. And I'm going to say, because we're setting up our teaser, so I'm going to say this. I have an opinion, a very strong one, about, about how you use video. And it doesn't relate to these like whiteboard services. But I do think that a little bit of an introduction, like a 10-second or 15-second introduction that nice that is that looks a little more professionally done can enhance the value of a video slightly though i do have an opinion about about messaging that that drifts away from those services however and this is the teaser bit i think there's a service that everybody should be using if they're getting into video it's not a production service it's an seo and marketing tool and i would i think that that would be a great thing for us just to leave hanging in the air and we'll talk about it on the on the bonus content. I totally agree. But uh, <laughs> that's great. So if you want to look, find out what this tool is, you'll be able to watch that on the on the Mailrite website. Um, there'll be a full set of show notes as well. Quickly, Robert, how can people get hold of you? And they find can go to my more? website, and I would love it if they did. That is inboundrem.com. I n b o u n the word inbound. Rabbit Edward Michael it stands for real estate marketing and dot uh, com. And then you can find out contact and all that other jazz on my website. But I'd just love it if they just went to my website. That's great. And if you want to find out more about what I'm up to, you can find that on the Facebook page and go to the mail hyphen right website. Um, and there, there's a full set of um, other interviews that we've done during 2017. And just a load of content, basically. And we'll see you next week. But remember, 
the bonus and Robert's going to tell us about this mysterious tool. We'll see you next week, <laughs> folks. Bye. <laughs>